and welcome to Devotions on the Psalms, Israel's Songbook, a podcast by Christ Lutheran Church in Brea, California. On this episode, Pastor Bill Brunel guides us through Psalm 22. Here he is. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Bill Brunel coming to you to present another in our series of Psalm Devotions. Today, our Psalm Devotion is on Psalm 22. And uh, if, before we begin, uh, before we actually delve into things, let's begin with a word of prayer. If you'll be so kind as to bow your heads with me. Our gracious Heavenly Father, our hearts were filled with joy in coming to your presence today. We thank you for your grace that you so wonderfully shower upon us every single day without any merit on our part. We ask that you would bless our time together as we study parts of the Psalm 22, which are profound and deep in their meaning because they reflect what Jesus went through in his suffering and his death. So Lord, uh, be with us now. We ask this in Jesus' precious name, amen. Dear friends, this is uh, going to be a commentary on Psalm 22. And uh, this, of course, is a Psalm of David, if you'll turn to that now. And, and certainly David, in his experience, did suffer a lot of things. He uh, clearly had some difficulties and some challenges in his life. But at, uh, at uh, the way in which this Psalm develops, we see that this is far beyond David's life. This is about the life and the suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ. This particular psalm takes us to Lent. And not only Lent, it takes us to Good Friday. And so what I like to do is, is because it's a fairly long psalm, it's 31 verses altogether. I'm going to read those sections, those verses, which we will uh, comment on as part of our study today. And uh, rather than reading the whole psalm, you can read the whole psalm on your own. But I'm going to go ahead and, and read, starting with verse 1 and going through, and uh, we're going to uh, go through to verse 18. Um, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump around a little bit, and uh, we're going to comment on uh, these different sections. So first of all, it starts off by saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me? And from the words of my groaning. Then jumping to verse 8. He trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him since he trusts in him. And then again, jumping to verse 14. I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue clings to my jaws. You have brought me to the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. The congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I count all my bones. They look and stare at me. They divide my garments among them, and my clothes in my clothing, they cast, for my clothing, they cast lots. This should sound very familiar to us as we look at what our Lord Jesus Christ went through in his suffering and his death, specifically starting with verse 16. If you will go there, 
um, when were Jesus' hands and feet pierced? Well, again, this is, uh, he's nailed to the cross. It, it is an uh, uh, extremely painful experience. Uh, I don't think David's hands and feet were pierced in any way in particular, but he is looking forward in time to when his descendant, the Messiah, would go through his suffering. Then in verse 14, so we're going to go back, uh, when, uh, when Jesus' bones were out of joint, uh, when the Roman cross was then placed vertically after the person was nailed to it, um, then bo uh, Jesus' body would have uh, experienced a dislocating of the shoulders because the, it would be up like this, and, uh, and once it was placed into that hole and, uh, and put in, in its spot, uh, the shoulders would be out of joint. So therefore, this prophecy is very specifically fulfilled. Then uh, it says that Jesus' uh, garments were divided and they, they cast lots for them. Uh, again, I don't think that happened to David, but the Roman soldiers uh, who carried out crucifixion, they were extremely uh, abusive. They were cruel in what they did. So in John 19, it says that the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts and each soldier had a part and also the tunic. Uh, now the tunic was without seam, woven from top in one piece and they said therefore among themselves let us not tear it but cast lots for it and whose then shall it be. So again this is from John 19 verses 23 and 24 uh, a fulfillment of that prophecy. Then it goes on to to say uh, in verse 16, uh, something about uh, the dogs uh, surrounding him, uh, a congregation of the wicked. And again, this is, uh, could be the chief priests and the, the scribes, the Pharisees uh, of Israel who, who stood around watching Jesus uh, be crucified and, and, and manipulated by Pilate, of course, in order to, to do his bidding. So, and then it goes on to say in verse 8, uh, that uh, he trusted in the Lord, let him deliver him. The people made fun of, of him uh, and said, well, he trusted in the Lord. Why, why doesn't he come down from the cross? And again, that, that's uh, uh, fulfilled in Matthew 27, verse 43, if you'll look there. Um, how about when Jesus experienced the, the tongue clinging to uh, the inside of his mouth and, and his jaw? Um, he, remember in verse uh, 28 of John 19, he said, I thirst. Um, and again, the uh, crucifixion being as cruel as it was, uh, would cause a great thirst for those who were being executed. And then toward the end, we see that Jesus cries out to God the Father, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Of course, that's verse 1 in Psalm 22. But just before dying, Jesus uh, is, it says that Jesus in the ninth hour cried out with a loud voice in, in uh, Aramaic. He said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, uh, which translated is, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Again, there we see that God the Father abandoned Jesus because God the Father's wrath was being taken out on Jesus at that moment. Uh, he could not look at the sin that Jesus was bearing on our behalf. And then going on, what's meant there by, uh, in verse 17, 
I, I count all my bones. Uh, the Roman soldiers uh, would normally break the legs of the uh, victims because they did not want them to prop themselves up and, and, uh, and, and live longer, if you will. Uh, but Jesus' uh, legs were not broken. Uh, and so, in fact, he had died before they could do that. So therefore, the fulfillment of that prophecy in verse 17. And then uh, when Jesus says, uh, or in verse 14, rather, of Psalm 22, it talks about being poured out like water. Uh, when one of the Roman soldiers took the spear and, and placed it into Jesus' side, it says that, that uh, water and blood and water came out uh, at the same time, which any doctor would say that is a, a sure sign of death. And, and that, of course, is in John 19, verse 34. So we see this is a very interesting psalm that uh, it's, again, it puts us in the Lenten season, even though we're in August still. Um, but again, this is the, uh, uh, one of the, the Messianic prophecies, one of the Messianic psalms, of which there are quite a few. And Jesus gives us, uh, uh, the, the, or David really gives us the prophecy well in advance of what's going to happen to his descendant, his descendant, meaning the Messiah, who would bleed and die for us, that we might have life eternal. Let's uh, bow our heads in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, uh, we are in awe of your love and your grace shown so perfectly and so wonderfully in the cross. And Lord, as we looked today at the different parts of Psalm 22 that deal with Jesus' crucifixion, we see the, the terrible agony that Jesus went through. And it, it cuts into our hearts too to know that he went there for us, that we are the reason why he was crucified and that uh, we are the ones who nailed him there because of our sin. But thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness that is ours as a result of that wonderful uh, suffering and death on our behalf. Lord, we, we give you thanks for not only his death, but also his resurrection. And help us, Lord, to lead resurrected lives in the hope of our own resurrection in the future. So, Lord, we give you this day. Uh, we dedicate this day to you as we do in all days. May your blessing be upon each and every one that has heard this message today. We pray this in the precious and strong name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, our risen and living Savior. Amen. And now may God's blessings be with you as you continue your day. Amen. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, follow Christ Bray on all social media outlets and visit ChristBray.org.